may we have an encounter with your power. Let your glory okay. be seen tonight in our midst, O God. Let us have an encounter with your spirit in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. People of God, tonight I want to start ministering right now. No time to waste. I want us to hear the word of the Lord. I want you to pick your Bibles and your tablet and whatever. We want to move straight into the word. Then after we move into the word, the Lord will lead us to pray. And after that, we are trusting God that God will give us a word. One word from the Lord can turn your life around. So I want you to bring your heart here as we move straight into the word. Amen and amen. All right. All right. All right. All right. So I'm speaking to you tonight on what I've entitled Escaping Egyptian Diseases. Escaping Egyptian Diseases. Escaping Egyptian Diseases. If you are here with me, I want you to type in the chat, Escaping Egyptian Diseases. If you are here with me, just type in the chats, Escaping Egyptian Diseases. My God. Escaping Egyptian Diseases. Escaping Egyptian Diseases. People of God... I want you to follow me carefully as we read from Exodus chapter 15, verse 22 to 27. Exodus chapter 15, verse 22 to 27. As we read from this scripture, I want you to just follow me carefully as we read through all of these. And as we read, I just want you to get yourself ready because... I'm going to begin from some angle and bring you to another place. And I want you to be blessed in a special way. So just follow as we move into the word. Exodus 15, 22 to 27. I'm reading. Then Moses led Israel from the Red Sea and they went into the deserts of Shah. For three days they traveled in the desert without finding water. When they came to Mara, they could not drink its water because it was bitter. That is why the place is called Mara. So, the people grumbled against Moses, saying, What are we to drink? Then Moses cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water, and the water became fit to drink. There, the Lord issued a ruling and instruction for them, and put them to the test. He said, if you listen carefully, to the Lord your God, and do what is right in his eyes. If you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. And the last verse, Then they came to Elim, where there were 12 springs and 70 palm trees, and they come there near the water. Can we take us back to verse 26? My God. He said, if you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. I'm speaking on the topic, escaping the Egyptian diseases. Escaping the Egyptian 
diseases. Now, I want you to follow me carefully. If you look at the scriptures we just read, you realize that this was when the people had moved from Egypt and they were on the way to the promised land. And a time came that God spoke to Moses, that Moses should, you know, do some miracles and all of that. At the end of the day, when the miracles were performed, the Bible says that they got to a place where they needed water to drink. But the people were asking Moses a lot of questions. Why have you brought us to a place where we can't get water to drink? How do you expect us to survive? Their hearts were hardened. They started grumbling. Then whilst they were grumbling against Moses, the Lord asked Moses to cut a piece of wood and put it in the water. And the water that they got initially was bitter, but this time the water became sweet to drink. Now, after they had done that, the Bible says that God was putting them to a test. And God gave them this instruction. That beginning from today, if you listen carefully to the Lord your God, and as you are going to the promised land, if you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes and pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, then he, the Lord, will not bring on you any of the diseases, any of the diseases. It means it's not one disease. Any of the diseases which I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Tonight, in the year 2024, I speak and declare over somebody's life that if only you shall listen to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes and pay attention to his command and keep his, his, his decrees, God will not bring on you any of the Egyptian diseases which he brought on them. For the Lord shall be with you and he shall heal you. Tonight, I want to introduce to you what I call escaping the Egyptian diseases. Now, let's begin the journey. There was a man called Jacob. Jacob was, according to Genesis 32, 28, give us Genesis 32, 28. Jacob was the son of Isaac. Isaac was the son of, J of Abraham. Now, when Jacob was born... A time came in the life of Jacob that Jacob became, had an encounter with God and God changed his name to Israel. So Jacob was renamed Israel by God after he had wrestled with man. Genesis 32, 28. After Jacob had wrestled with man, God changed the name of Jacob into Israel. So when we say Israel, Israel is the name of a man who was formerly called Jacob. So when you read Genesis 32, 28, the Bible said, Then the man said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans, and you have overcome. So, this is Israel. I want to just establish the fact that Jacob became Israel. Now, every nation begins with a man. From this scripture, we understand that the nation Israel did not just come up. The nation Israel came up or it started from one man called Jacob. So, Jacob had an encounter with divinity and after that encounter with divinity, a nation was born out of him. Tonight, somebody under the sound of my voice, as we enter into the year 2024, a nation shall be born out of you. You may be one person, but there is a lot of people in you. God is going to cause you to give birth to a big nation. So, nation, a nation begins with a man. Israel was formerly called Jacob, but he multiplied and all of this happened because God had told his father Abraham and Isaac that he was going to multiply their descendants. So because of the prophecy that was existing, the Bible says that in the time of Jacob, a nation had to be born out of him because the Lord had already spoken to Abraham and Isaac that their descendants would increase and multiply. So when you read Genesis 32, 12, Genesis 32, 12, the Bible said that their descendants were going to be so many. 
So many like the sand on the seashore. So much that they will not be able to count them. So this is what the Bible said concerning the descendants of Isaac and even Jacob. The Bible said, but you have said, I will surely make you prosper. And I will make your descendants like the sand on the sea, which cannot be counted. This is why God had to change the name of Jacob to Israel. Because according to the prophecy, a nation must be born out of him. They are the descendants who will be like the sand of the sea, which cannot be counted. Now, this is why Israel. Now, when I say Israel, you know what I'm talking about. This is why Israel had 12 sons as part of the fulfillment of God's promises to him. So, Jacob had 12 sons. When you read Genesis 35, 23 to 26, Genesis 35, 23 to 26, the Bible talks about the fact that Jacob, who is now called Israel, had 12 sons. Jacob had 12 sons and all the 12 sons Jacob had was a typology of the 12 apostles who were going to come up in the New Testament. So everything God was going to do for Israel through the 12 sons of Jacob, God was talking about doing it through the church and through Jesus and his 12 apostles. So in Genesis 35, 26, we are told that the sons of Leah's Let's read from verse 23. Verse 23. The verse 23 will tell us that there were 12 sons of Jacob. Verse 23 will tell us that there were 12 sons of Jacob. So, can you go back to 22? Let me look at what is there. Take us to 22. Let me see what is there. Bible says that while Israel was living in that region, Reuben went in and slept with his father's concubine, Bila, and Israel heard of it. And Jacob had 12 sons. So we have established that Jacob had 12 sons. And I'm saying again that this number 12 was a typology of the 12 apostles that will come in the New Testament. The 12 sons of Jacob in the Old Testament were the 12 apostles, a typology of the 12 apostles who will come up in the New Testament. And Jacob was a typology of the Christ who was to come. Now, why am I taking my time to go through all of these things? I'm taking you somewhere, so just follow me. And this is the family that was delivered from Egypt by Moses. I've told you again that we are talking about Exodus 20, 23. God delivered the people in Israel. Now, Israel had, had gone with his 12 sons to Egypt. We know the story of Joseph, how it happened. When we were in Egypt, they started giving birth. Everybody gave birth and gave birth and gave birth. To the extent that by the time they were leaving Egypt to the promised land, the only the men were over 600,000 men. There were over 600,000 men. The women were not counted. The children were not counted. So it means that the people had grown from generation to generation, and they had become so many. This, were, this is the people, or these were the people Moses led out of Egypt onto the promised land. And when they moved from Egypt, the Bible talks about many, many places they went. You know, there were a lot of checkpoints. There were a lot of checkpoints. There were over 10 checkpoints before they got to the promised land. And each of the checkpoints they got to is very significant and has a lot of prophetic meaning. But one of the things you need to understand is that there was a checkpoint. For example, when they went to Egypt, when they were leaving Egypt, they got to a place called Sakot. And from Sakot, they moved to Etam. And from Etam, they moved to Pi Harirot. It was Pi Harirot, which was a place by the sea where the people of Israel lifted their eyes and they saw that Pharaoh and his armies were still coming after them. At that place, they were already facing the Red Sea and they didn't know what to do. And the Lord caused the people, the people of, of Egypt to even be, 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 be overtaken by the sea. So when they moved from Pi Harirot, they got to the desert called the Desert of Shah. 
And from the desert of Shah, they spent three days on that desert and they go to a place where they wanted water to drink. And they looked for water and the only water they found was so bitter that they could not drink. Now, why am I talking to you about all of these things? In the journey to the promised land, there are always different checkpoints. As we enter into the year 2024, there are many different checkpoints that you will see in your life. There are many different situations, many events will happen in your life. For some people, you will fall. Some will fall and then they will rise. For some people, they will give birth. For some, they will, a lot of events will happen to you in the year 2024. And everything that will happen to you in the journey to the promised land is significant significant and it has a prophetic purpose and a divine reason so it is the same way like christianity as we as we embark on this christian journey everything we experience on our way to the promised land has a prophetic meaning now the bible said as the israelites went through the journey even from egypt to the promised land they encountered many things they encountered many things on their way and everything they went through had a prophetic meaning i want to announce to the people of god that as we embark on the journey to the promised land and even to 2024 and even the years ahead everything you encounter has a prophetic meaning Everything you go through, there is a divine purpose and a divine plan. Am I talking to somebody? There is a divine purpose and a divine plan. Now, according to the scriptures we read, Exodus chapter 15, verse 22 to 27, especially uh, the, the Bible says, now when they left the place called the desert, the desert of Shah, they spent three days on that desert. In Exodus 15 verse 22, the Bible says they got to the desert and they spent three days on the desert. Then Moses led Israel from the Red Sea and they went into the desert of Shah. For three days, they traveled in the desert without finding water. Let it be there. For three days. Now, when the Israelites were in the desert of Shah, for all the three days, 72 hours, they were looking for water to drink, but they could not find water. They were looking for water. They were thirsty, but there was no water around. They were looking for water to drink. Some of them were too thirsty. Some of them were dying of thirst, and they were dying of thirst, and there was no water. They could not find water. For a, you, you have no idea what it takes to walk in the desert without finding water. In Ghana, those of us who live somewhere in the north, we have a little experience of what the desert looks like. But what we are even experiencing cannot be compared to the kind of desert we are talking about. We are talking about raw desert. We are talking about raw desert. In the desert, the sun is very scorching. In the desert, there are many dangers. In the desert, wild animals suddenly appear. In the desert, because of the high temperatures, your body becomes dehydrated very quickly. In the desert, dehydration is on a higher scale. In such an environment, what you need to survive is water. But ladies and gentlemen, whilst the people People were journeying for 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hours. They could not find water anywhere. And they started grumbling. And they started complaining. There was no water. There was no water. There was no water. The people journeyed for three days. And they could not find water. But one thing they didn't know was that God, in between where they were, and in between the desert of Shah, and even the promised land, God had prepared a place called Elim. God had prepared a place called Elim, but they didn't know. They didn't know that in the plans of God, there is a place which has been designated for them where there was abundance of water. And because they didn't know, they started demonstrating a certain kind of attitude. They started behaving in a strange way. Ladies and gentlemen, can I announce to some people another sound of my voice? Between where we are and the year 2024 and the place where God has designed for our life, 
life. There may be a time in your life where you go through the desert of sorrow. There is coming a time in your life where you will not find water to drink. There is coming a time in your life that you'll be longing for water. You'll be longing for a miracle. You'll be longing for a testimony. But for days, you will not find that miracle. You will not find that water. You will not find that testimony. And you, you might start thinking that God has forgotten about you. So, between where they were, between the desert of Shah and the promised land, God had already prepared a place called Elim. Elim was the place that God had prepared for them. But the people of Israel did not know that God had prepared a place for them. People of God, our greatest problem is what we don't know. Our greatest challenge in this life is what we do not know. For if you know that God has prepared a place called Elim for you, you will not worry when you are not getting water because you know it is just a matter of time. Within some few hours, God will bring you to the place where you get everything you need. Can I announce to people of God tonight that between now and 2024 and even in the year 2024 and even the promised land, God has prepared a place called Elim for everyone under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, what is Elim? In Exodus chapter 16, verse 1, in Exodus chapter 16, verse 1, the Bible describes Elim. Elim is a place where there are 12 springs of water. Elim is the place where there are 12 springs of water. The Bible said that the whole Israelite community set out from Elim and they came to the desert of Sin, which is between Elim and Sinai. Go back to chapter 15. Go back to chapter 15, even verse, verse number 26 and 25 and 26, the Bible describes Elim as the place of the 12 springs and the place where there are 70, 70 palm trees. It is the place where there are 70 palm trees and this is the place God has prepared for you. When the Israelites were thirsty, God had already prepared the water for them, but they didn't know there was water ahead and so they were grumbling. They were saying, ah, why has God brought us into this place? Ladies and gentlemen, can I announce to somebody tonight that every provision you need for 2024, God has provided for you already. God has provided the water you will drink. God has provided the bread you will eat. God has provided everything you will need in the year 2024. So do not worry. Do not cry. Do not worry. Do not shed tears. Do not fear your God, the God of Moses, the God of the Israelites, our forefathers, the God of our fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has gone ahead of you in the year 2024. And every Everything you will need to survive in the year, including money, including good health, including miracles, including abundance, including the fire of revival, including holiness, God has released it tonight. In the name of Jesus. Am I talking to somebody? Please, let's go to Exodus chapter 15, verse 22. Exodus 15, verse 22. The Bible says that when the people got to the desert of Shah, they were thirsty for three days. They traveled in the desert without water. Verse 23. Verse 23. Now, because they were thirsty, the Bible said that they came to a place called Mara. 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 They could not drink its water because the water there was bitter. And so they called the place Mara. Mara. Mara is the place called bitterness. They came to a place called Mara. From the desert to bitterness. Oh my God. From the desert to bitterness. I am sure the people People who were gathered were thinking that once God is bringing us from the desert, the next place to go is the place flowing with water. But ladies and gentlemen, right from the desert, they ended up going to a place called Mara. And when they got there, they saw water and they were excited and they were jubilating. Oh, for three days, we have been traveling without water. But here we are. There is water everywhere. Let us go and fetch water and drink. And by the time they went to the
water and started drinking they realized that the water was bitter and they called it bitter they called it mara mara is the place of bitterness mara is when you find a miracle but you cannot eat the miracle mother is when the door opens for you but you cannot enter the door apostle paul said a great and effectual door has been opened for me but there are many adversaries Mara is the point where you find an opportunity open for you, but you cannot embrace the opportunity. Mara is the point when you find water, but you cannot drink it. Mara is what happened to Moses. You can see Canaan, but your leg will not step into Canaan. Mara is the point when you get married, but the joy in marriage you will never get. Mara, Mara is the point when you get a job, but very soon you find frustration in the job and the business is not going well it is called mara 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 is the place of bitterness oh mara oh mara this evening i don't know whether there's somebody who has traveled from the desert and gotten to a place called mara in the year 2024 maybe you were in mara but there is a good news for you there is a good news for you the bible said in verse 24 of the same chapter was the israelites were complaining that the water was bitter the bible said they went to moses and complained that moses do you have something to do can you work a miracle for us anytime there is a prophet in your life god uses the prophet sometimes to turn your bitterness into sweetness god has a way of using your prophet to turn your bitterness into sweetness in the name of jesus in chapter 15 verse 14 in chapter 15 verse 24 sorry the bible said when they came to Moses and they cried unto Moses God performed a miracle God instructed God instructed Moses and said Moses the people are murmuring and grumbling against you but the Lord will tell Moses that go and look for a wood go and look for a wood go and look for a wood and cut the wood and put it in the water and when you put it in the water there will be a miracle and the Bible said and Moses went to cut the wood and put and cast the wood into the water and what was bitter became sweet what was bitter became sweet and many of the people started making use they started drinking the water because what was bitter had become sweet can i announce to somebody tonight that there is a bitter experience you have gone through in the year 2023 but that's the lord every bitter situation that you went through is about to turn around bitterness is turning around bitterness is changing bitterness is turning around instead of bitter water instead of mara you will encounter sweetness in the name of jesus the other word for sweetness is matak the other word for sweetness is matak and the bible said instead of mara they had sweetness instead of mara they had matak instead of mara they enjoyed matak matak is sweetness matak is sweetness i decree and declare in the year 2024 any bitterness ahead of you the lord is turning it around it shall become sweetness for you in the name of jesus in the name of jesus oh can i prophesy oh Oh, can I prophesy? I decree and declare over the life of somebody tonight that any bitter situation, there are some of you, you have had nine miscarriages in the year 2023. You are trusting God for the fruit of the womb. But some way, somehow, as you prayed, God gave you a miracle and you took seed and you carried some pregnancy. But within some two weeks and three weeks, you lost the pregnancy. That was the mara. That was bitterness for some of you. You are aging and you are asking God questions. Will I ever get married? Will I ever get that man? Will I ever get that husband? Will I ever get a woman to marry? And you are asking yourself questions. Sometimes even your parents and people around you, they begin to tease you. They begin to mock at you. They begin to persecute you. They begin to laugh at you. It is your mara. It is your mara. There are some of 
you here tonight, you are going through Mara. You are going through Mara. But that saith the Lord, Mara will not endure forever. Mara will not endure forever. Bible says, for weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Affliction will not arise a second time. I am here to announce to somebody that Mara is just for a short time. Mara is just temporary. There is coming a time that God is about to let the root to be put in your mara. There will be a stick that will place in your mara. God will put some stick in your water and immediately the water land, the water encounters this wood. The wood will turn the waters around. The Bible says that the tree or the wood was put into the water and the taste of the water was changed. Can I shock you? The wood or the tree that was put into the water was the typology of the cross the wood or the tree that was put into the water was a typology of the cross. Immediately the water came into contact with the cross of Jesus. The water lost its taste. Bitterness was changed into sweetness. Mara became matak. Mara became matak. Can I announce to somebody in the year 2024 any bitterness ahead of you, I prophesy over your life and over your prophetic destiny sweetness is coming sweetness is coming sweetness is coming I said sweetness is coming I prophesy over 90 people in this place whatever has gone bad whatever has gone wrong that say the Lord Mara is over Mara is over the Lord is bringing the testimony the Lord is bringing the miracle sweetness is coming oh sweetness cometh oh sweetness cometh oh sweetness cometh Oh, miracles come it. Oh, testimonies come it. Mara is over. Your season of Mara is over because God is about to cause you to have an encounter that will change your life, that will turn your life around. Oh, Mara. Oh, Mara. Are there some men in this place who have encountered Mara for the year 2023? For some of you, when we ended 2022, you thought that 2023 would be a year of sweetness. Some way, some how when we entered January 2023, it was full of Mara. Then we moved into February. February was full of Mara. Then we moved into March. Oh, March. Oh, March. When we got into March, you said God will do something. After all your prayer and all your fasting and the seed you have sown, March was full of Mara. April was full of Mara. Oh, May. May was full of Mara. June, July, August and September was full of Mara. Then you said, as the year is ending in 2022 and the year is ending in 2023, let there be sweetness. Unfortunately, when we entered into September, August, September, October, and November, there is still Mara in your life. Oh, we are in December, but I have a good news. Anytime there is Mara, God will send a prophet. Anytime there is Mara, God will give an instruction to a prophet. And the prophet Moses went before the Lord and cried unto God and say, oh God, the people are murmuring against me. The people are saying the water is bitter. What should I do? How can they get water to drink? And Moses cried unto the Lord in Exodus 15, 25. And Moses cried unto the Lord and the Lord gave Moses a direction and the Lord said, Moses, do not cry unto me anymore. I have a solution for the matter. I have the solution for the bitterness. Go and cut a tree. Go and cut a wood and cast the wood into the water. Throw the wood into the water. And if you do this, the water that was bitter shall become fit and sweet to drink. And the Bible says, and Moses obeyed the instruction. And immediately Moses obeyed the instruction. The Bible says, and the waters were made sweeter. Oh my God. Bible says, and the waters became fit to drink. Tonight, I came with a prophetic word for somebody. I came with a prophetic word for somebody. Your bitterness situation is about to turn into sweetness. Oh, your family has gone through bitterness. But thou sayeth the Lord, sweetness is coming to your family. Sweetness is coming to your business. Sweetness is coming to your marriage. Receive the sweetness of the Lord. Receive the sweetness of the Lord in the name of Jesus. But you know something, the people of Israel... 
did not know that God was with them. Let me tell you, let me give you a shock. Do you know that something happened? When that miracle actually took place, it was not the original intention of God to give them sweetness. That is the shock. In the mind of God, God had already prepared Elim. Elim. God had prepared Elim for them. But they did not know that Elim was ahead. So when they got to that place where there was no water, they said, God, you must do, give us a miracle now. Give us a miracle now. Then I came to realize that at Mara, the, 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 it, was, it, was, it, it is not just because God wanted to give them a miracle, but God wanted to work with them so that he could just prove himself. But they were in a hurry. God saw that if he does not give them water, the people will faint and they will die. And so God gave them water so that their faith will not fail so that they will not lose hope when you get to a situation and you are hopeless and you don't know what to do god will come in god will intervene tonight i see supernatural intervention coming into the lives of people god is about to turn things around situations are about to change in the mighty name of jesus at mara the miracle was that the water listen the miracle was that the water did not change only the taste changed but it was the same water body the water there was not a different water the same water the same water they came to meet that same water that was bitter that same water became sweet so at mara the miracle was not just about the water the water did not change when you read the bible the water did not change it was the same water but the same water body, the same water source. However, the taste changed. So it means that it can be the same you, the same somebody under the sound of my voice, the same you, but the story will be different. The same person, but the story will be different. Everybody knows you as the woman who is not having a child. The same you, but the story will be different. The same you, but the story and the situation will change. And people will look at you and say, are you the one that was going through that problem? They will look at you and they cannot make you out. Because it is the same water, but the taste has changed. I prophesy over 100 people in this place. By the time we are done this week, God will go ahead of you in 2024 and you will not go into that year with your Mara. You are leaving Mara behind in 2023. Get ready to enter into the year 2024. The same person, the same job, the same person, the same family, the same marriage, but the story will be different in the name of Jesus. My God, the Israelites started grumbling. They started grumbling. They had forgotten about how God demonstrated his power when they got to Mara. When they got to Mara, they were just supposed to continue the journey and then move to Elam, where they will find water. But because they were grumbling and they were complaining, their hearts were hardened. They started developing the heart of Pharaoh because Pharaoh's heart was hardened. And the people of Israel, their hearts started hardening. They forgot about how God delivered them from the Red Sea and how God delivered them and brought them a miracle. They had forgotten. They grumbled as if God cannot provide them water. It was as if God was not with them. People of God, if you have not received your miracle yet, check the way you talk. Check the way you behave. Check the way you, you complain. Check the way you grumble. Don't say that, God, if you don't do it for me, I will stop worshiping you. Sure. You cannot be saying things like that. Don't say, God, if you not visit me, I will stop going to check. I will stop serving you. No. When you do that, it means you are not matured. You are not growing. People who grow, they know that even if they don't get the water in the desert, God still has Elim ahead of them. And they know how to wait. Impatience. Impatience. The people of Israel, now they, their 
hearts were hardened. Their hearts were hardened like Pharaoh. They had the same heart Pharaoh had. And because of that, you see, you read the Bible, because of the hardened hearts of Pharaoh, God released plagues on the Egyptians. One of the things you need to understand is that it was not the sin of the Egyptians that brought the plagues on them. It was the hardened heart of Pharaoh that brought the plagues on them. So it is not the sins of the Egyptians. The Egyptians did not commit a sin. It was not their sins that brought the plagues on them. It was the heart of Pharaoh that was hardened that brought the plagues, all the ten plagues on them. So sometimes the diseases that befall us is not because we have sinned. It is because we have hardened hearts. So please let's read Exodus chapter 15, verse number 25, the same scripture. The Bible said that Moses cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. He threw it into the water, and the water became fit to drink. The Bible said, there, the Lord issued a ruling, an instruction for them, and put them to the test. So at that place, God tested the people. God tested the Israelites and gave them instruction. Verse 26. The next verse, verse number 26. Let's listen to the instruction God gave. God said that if you, you see, if you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes and pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, he will not bring on you any of the diseases. That is plural. It means that God was talking about more than one disease which he brought on the Egyptians. Now, if you go back to from Genesis to Exodus 15 where we read, if you look at all the things that happened to the Egyptians, there's nowhere in the Bible, maybe I am yet to see and I stand to be corrected, there is nowhere in the Bible where the Bible spoke about the Egyptians being attacked by diseases. Let me take it again. The Bible says that if you pay attention and do listen carefully, do what is right, pay attention to and keep his decrees, he said, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians. And my, my issue is this. Between where, when they were in Egypt, there is nowhere in the Bible where the Bible specifically said that the Egyptians became sick. So, you look at the word disease and you realize that that word disease has a deep meaning. In fact, the Hebrew word for that disease is makale. And that makale or makala is not only talking about sickness, it is also talking about infirmity. And anytime you hear infirmity in the Bible, we are not just talking about sickness, we are also talking about anything that is a limitation, anything that, that you fall short of, anything that you are not strong and good at, it is an infirmity. So, my question is, what diseases is God talking about? What are the diseases God brought on the Egyptians? So, if you go back, the only place we, we, we get so close to the diseases was when God released the ten plagues on them. Now, if you look at the ten plagues, you realize that the only thing among the ten which looked very much like a disease was when God released boils, boils and sores upon them. Because if you look at the plagues, one of them was the plague of boils and sores. There was the plague of darkness. There was the plague where water was turned into blood. There was a plague where there were gnats. And there were another plague where there was flies. There was a plague of frogs. And there was the plague of hailstones. And there was the plague of locusts, which devoured all their crops. And there was the plague where all the livestock were killed. And there was the plague where the firstborns of the Egyptians died. All of these ten plagues, the only thing that looks like a disease among the ten is when God put a boil or sauce on them. But when you read the scripture, the Bible says, I will not bring any on you any of the diseases it means it's not just one so we cannot say the boil was the only disease so it means that in the eyes of god the plague of darkness was a disease darkness is a disease 
Oh my God, I feel like preaching. Darkness is a disease. Water turned into blood is a disease. Nuts or lice around you is a disease. Flies are, is, a, is a disease. The plague of frogs, jumping on your bed and all kinds of things is a disease. Hailstones are diseases. Locusts appearing is a disease. Where your livestock are dying is a disease. Where your firstborns are dying, all of these things are diseases. And the mystery is that every plague God sent amongst them was connected to a God. So, there was the God of the Nile. The God of the Nile was called Happy. This God of the Nile was the God that was in charge of the water. So, when God was turning the water into blood, I was thinking the God of the Nile, which is called the Happy God, would turn back the water from blood into water. But they could not turn the water back into water. It took only God himself to do it. It means that in the year 2024, anything that will turn your sweetness, your water into blood, God has already gone ahead of you. The God of the Nile, which is supposed to fight you and destroy your waters into blood, God has already overcome them. Can I hear an amen in the house? Then there is another God called the, the God of the, the, the the goddess of the frog. It is called Hiket. Hiket was the frog-headed goddess. This goddess was in charge of fertility and was in charge of giving birth. And people of God, Hiket had controlled the fertility and the birth rate of the people in Egypt. Hiket was the goddess in charge of fertility. In the year 2024, anything that is supposed to make you fertile, anything that is supposed to make you productive in that year, I decree and declare the goddess called Hecate will not fight over you because through Christ you have overcome the spirit that kills fertility in the name of Jesus. There was another god called the god Kipri. This was the god who had the head of a house fly. And the Bible says that God sent flies among the Egyptians. And the flies, when the flies came, the god called Kipri was not able to drive the flies away because it was limited and it is a disease. There was another god and this god is called Cyrus. Cyrus is the god of crops. Is the God of crops. And this crops is talking about business. There is a God that controls businesses. There is a God which is, which is in charge of businesses. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here to tell you, in the land of Egypt, there was a God that was behind the business they were doing. But I came to tell you, in the year 2024, as we move into that year, we are not going with Cyrus. We are going with the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. The God will make the God of of Abraham will make your business prosper, will make your career productive, will make your finances better. Can I announce to somebody, if 2023 your business did not do well, as we enter into the year 2024, you shall overcome the God of Cyrus in the name of Jesus. My God. Then there was another God. It is called the God of Gib. The God of Gib was the God of the earth. The Bible said that Moses took the dust and put the dust in the air and it became flies and lies and the god gib could not do anything about it and there was another god called the god of isis this was the goddess of medicine the goddess of medicine when god released the boils and the sores the goddess of medicine could not cure them it took god for the the source to disappear. It means that in 2024, your healing will come from the Lord. It doesn't matter whatever you are going through. Every sickness you have will not go with you into the year 2024. If you say amen where you are, the bigger the healing will come. I prophesy over your life. In the year 2024, any sickness you had in 2023, it will not cross over with you. Somebody shout a big amen and amen and amen. Then the was another god called Ra, R-A, Ra, R-A. This was the god of the sun. When 
God release darkness over the land. I thought the God of the sun, which is called Ra, would let the sun shine, but the God of the sun Ra could not do anything about the darkness. Darkness remained on the land for days and there was no sun. It took the God who controls the sun to cause the sun to shine again. People of God, I came to tell you, any darkness around your destiny, any darkness around your future, any darkness that attacked you in 2023, you will leave it behind. You will drop it behind. You are not permitted to enter 2024 with any form of darkness. I want you to shout light. Somebody shout light. Somebody scream light. I prophesy over your life. In the year 2024, may the light of God drive every darkness away from your life. Darkness is a disease. Darkness is sickness. Darkness is a disease. But I decree and declare, in the year 2024, the disease called darkness shall not follow you into that year in the name of Jesus my God my God what an atmosphere what an atmosphere what an atmosphere my God my God something is happening I don't know about you, but tonight I sense the power of the Holy Ghost all around this place. In the next two minutes, I want you to lift your voice and pray. Anything you are, t- I told you the right three things down, three things you want God to do for you. I want you to list them down. As we are lifting up a prayer, you are praying. Whatever you want your eyes to see in 2024, I want you to pray it out. I want you to declare it. I want you to prophesy it. Because as you pray, the Lord said I should tell you, something is about to change. It is the same water, but the taste of the water will change. It is the same person, the same you, but the story will be different. I want you to open your mouth and unmute your microphone and pray. Anything you want to experience in 2024, prophesy it. Prophesy, declare it upon your life, speak it forth, decree it, declare it is happening, it is happening, it is happening. Open your mouth and pray. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice, lift up your voice, lift up your voice. Raboshikata katakata, Rados kapaliata, Radoshabaliata, Raboshabaliata, Raboshabaliata, Raboshabaliata. My God, my God, my God. Mara, Mara is turning around. Mara is changing. Mara is defeated. Oh, Mara. Oh, Mara. There shall be no Mara. The story will change. The story will change. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Rabo Shikaborobotaya. Lebelebeko Paria Tabaya. Randorobo Shindenemando. Rinkorobo Shindamamamamama. Reborobo lift up your voice you are escaping the Egyptian diseases in the name of Jesus name of Jesus Jesus, I decree and declare over your life that none of these diseases will come upon you. None of these diseases will come upon your life. None of these diseases will rest upon you. As you enter the year 2024, hear ye the word of the Lord. None of these diseases will come upon you. I call them Egyptian diseases. You will escape them in the name of Jesus. Now let me tell you that last thing and I'll begin to minister to some people. Give us verse 26 again. Chapter 15, 26 again. I want all of you to now read it together. Let's read it. Don't unmute, but let's read it together. Just stay muted, but let's read it together. 15, 26. 
he said where you go he said if you listen carefully to the lord your god and do what is right in his eyes if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees i will not bring on you any of the diseases i brought on the egyptians for i am the lord who heals you listen there are four things that you need to do that will cause you to escape the Egyptian diseases. Number one, if you listen carefully. That is number one. If you listen carefully. In the year 2024, you must, you must listen carefully to the Lord your God. Make it your mind, your part of your plans, that you will not do anything if you have not heard from God. You must listen carefully to the Holy Spirit. Everything you do, make sure that it is the Holy Spirit leading you. You must be sensitive to the voice of God. You must listen carefully. God will speak to you through a prophet. God will speak to you through a dream. God will speak to you through the word ministered, the word of God. God will speak to you through the, the, the visions you receive and many 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 more channels the thing is that if you really want to escape the egyptian disease you must listen carefully to the spirit number two is do what is right in his eyes do what is right in his eyes sometimes you do what is right but it is not right in his eyes sometimes the things we do it is right in our own eyes but in the eyes of god it is wrong and sometimes it is wrong but people of god i am here to tell you that if only you can do what is right in the eyes of god then you will escape all of the egyptian diseases am i talking to somebody so people of god make it up your mind that you will do what is right in the eyes of god you will be an obedient person do what is right whatever god asks you to do that is what you do even if it will hurt you even if you will feel pain you must do what is right in the eyes of god number three is pay attention to his commands if you want to escape all of the Egyptian diseases then what you need to do is to pay attention to the commands of God in other words make it up your mind that you will obey the word of God every time you are taught the word of God like what we have taught tonight make it up your mind that you will obey it is not hearing the word of God that brings the miracle it is hearing and doing the word of God so pay attention to the commands and keep all his decrees that is number four keep all his decrees means that you cannot say that you will pray but you will not give you cannot say you will pray but you will not give you must keep all the decrees if you are praying then you must be a giver if you are a prayer then you must be a giver if you are giving then you must live a holy life you cannot say i will do everything i want with my body and still pray because it is not the prayer that will do it it is the keeping of all his decrees that will do the miracle so in the year 2024 if you want to escape all the egyptian diseases then make it up your mind that you will keep all his decrees so when it comes to prayer you must be there when it is giving you must be a giver when it is holiness you must be there when it is paying your tithes you must be there when it is zoom meetings you must be there whatever it concerns the decrees of god you must keep them be a keeper a keeper of the decrees of god and when you do these four things he said i will not bring on you any any of the diseases any of the diseases oh any of the diseases oh any of the diseases will not come near you give us verse 27 the last verse give us verse 27 the last verse hey baraba shaba the bible says that after they left the place now they came to elim where there were 12 springs i told you already that every tribe of israel there were 12 sons god gave them 12 sons and the 12 sons became the 12 clans the 12 divisions of israel as a nation and here they came to elim and they found 12 springs and 70 palm trees what does it mean it means that in the year 2024 god has taken care of every family god has provided already in the future for every family your
your, you are, your family is catered for. No family is left out. Can I tell somebody today that no family is left out? In the year 2024, in case in 2023, your family was rejected, your family was dejected, your family was left out. I am here with the prophetic word of God that in the year 2024, your family has already been catered for. Every family has been catered for because there are 12 springs. There are 12 springs. And what does it mean? 70 palm trees. 70 palm trees. I remember the other day in the book of Matthew chapter 10, and Bible said that God sent, God called the 12 apostles, and later he sent them out. And later he also sent the 70. People of God, I am here to tell you that you will have more than enough in the year 2024. It is the year of the double. It is the year of supernatural supplies. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we thank you. Father, I thank you for what you have done tonight. You have blessed us mightily. We give you praise and glory. We ask that your hand will rest upon all of us. Give us a good sleep, a sweet sleep. May we encounter angels in our dreams. May we encounter your power in our dreams. May you bless us. And everyone here who has spent time here, May you also cause men to spend time on them. Bless everyone Amen. here. Let it be well with them. Amen. In Jesus' Amen. mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.